Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. Today we've got Josh Wright from Blitzen, uh, a high-tech company in town. Um, welcome, Josh. Thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. And and for those of you that collect data, and, and I know a lot of us in the festival world do, and, and we really... Uh, value it as gold, but very few people actually mine that gold and use it for useful purposes. Is that a fair assumption, Josh? Yeah, I'd say, you know, when you're running a festival or event, there's lots of needs to collect data, manage it, sync it to different tools. So it's a sort of an onslaught of data all at once. And then uh, making it sort of worth your while is uh, is the secret, right? Data collection is much more than just they came to my event last year. Let's send them a reminder that it's happening again this year to buy tickets. What are some of the tools you guys use to mine that data and come up with some useful information for some of the organizations that are using Blitzen. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Blitzen is uh, is sort of end to end. So it, it helps you collect information from your website or, you know, if those are longer form uh, sort of forms that you need to have people fill out, uh, we'll enable you to collect those through our forms and our surveys. Uh, but in the middle, when we receive an email address, we'll actually go out to the internet and find anything else that's publicly available for those people. Uh, and whether that's social media or information on the company, email address that they've signed up with, their job title, etc. Uh, so that you can actually make more informed decisions on how to communicate with those people. Uh, the third component there is once you have all that sorted and segmented and scored, so you have all the data organized, you can actually trigger uh, that information to go to different tools as well. So if you're using point solutions like a MailChimp or an email campaign tool or a CRM of some kind, we can help you automate so that data goes to the right places at the right times as well. And going back to that mining of the data there that you're talking about. So I get you got all of my data. You're going in and you're looking at uh, you're getting their Facebook addresses. You're getting their LinkedIn components. You're getting their Twitter accounts. And through those tools, you can find influencers and start using those influencers to help build your brand as, as well. Is that yeah, that's that's very, very true. So uh, I think the key with any type of marketing, whether it's events or otherwise, is really understanding the personas of the people that are, are coming to you and, and signing up and showing interest in uh, in your offering. Uh, so the idea there is, you know, and I'll, I'll make the plug that anything that we do pull in is fully publicly available. You know, it's not something that we're we're sifting through the dark corners of the Internet or anything like that. But, you know, things simple like, uh, you know, a LinkedIn profile with their job title, you know, that can be helpful to sort of put together a picture of who that person is rather than just an email address or, you know, how many followers on Twitter do they have? Uh, so if we're looking for influencers, maybe that's one of the criteria. Let's look for somebody that has, you know, a thousand, five thousand or more followers uh, in a certain topic area. So it, it sort of gives you a bit more information to to make informed decisions and, and drive the data. And once you have that information, you can then touch base with that person and, and start bringing them into your sort of marketing fold and say, hey, listen, you've got a lot of people that follow you. 
you know, you get 25 people to get tickets to this event and I'll give you five or, or whatever it is and using different options like that. What are some examples you've seen with people using your devices? Yeah, I think uh, the key there is, you know, if you are looking for influencers, it's a great example. Uh, perhaps they get added to a, a bit more of a specialized email campaign with offers like that or, or reminding them to sort of spread the word a little more or giving them things to retweet. Uh, so I think those are some key examples. Uh, other ideas, you know, that we see in our customer base, if uh, if somebody comes in that they're working at a company over a thousand people, you might speak to them a bit differently about your offering, your product, your event, uh, than if they're coming from a smaller company. You know, it really depends on the criteria and the persona you're looking to market to and, and how, but we'll at least give you that information and help you sort it out in, a, in an automated way. And then we'll also help you sort of put it in the right place. So maybe you have three different email campaigns in MailChimp. Uh, and once we know how to segment people, we can sort of automatically put those people and trigger those email campaigns as well. And as you're meeting with different clients, how many people would you say, just as a random number, are actually using their database effectively? You know, it's uh, it's uh, it, it takes all kinds for sure. You know, a lot of people that we engage with at the outset are still on paper based processes. Right. And that's uh, that's fine. There's nothing against paper. But, you know, there's a lot more you can do with automation and technology. Uh other things, you know, somebody may have a database of 10,000 people that, you know, just sort of sits there and maybe there's a reminder that goes out to those people about an upcoming event, you know, if it, it's annual or, or whatnot. But there's a lot more you can do to engage that audience if you know a bit more about them and you sort of put some thought into how to map all that out. And, and there are companies that will go around and try to buy databases. Like people want that information. And if you're collecting it properly, you've got a wealth of information to use for yourself and you've got wealth of information that others want that not many people will share and, and with the privacy and everything else going on now what would be the top three things you would tell an organization that's just getting into the data collection thing to to think about yeah i, I would say you know give it some careful thought you know you don't want to overwhelm people you know on the website asking in 30 different places for your email address that sort of becomes a little obvious uh, I would say also bringing and showing value to why they want to engage with your organization. You know, like you said, uh, if an influencer is identified and you say, okay, get 25 people, we'll give you five tickets. That's a, an interesting sort of exchange. Uh, and there's a motivation for that person to get involved. Uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of different methods to drive people to the website, encourage them to sign up, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, just give it some careful thought and think about who you're marketing to and what you're marketing out, right? You know, make sure it matches with your brand and, uh, and you want to appeal to those, the, those right people, not just everybody in the, in the world. So when you're collecting that data, what, what is that? What's the sweet spot in, in information to get? Are you asking 10 questions? Are you keeping it on one page? How, how do you, what, what's your suggestions to clients for that? So there's, there's research out there that shows if you have uh, more than three fields on a, on a lead capture form on a website, you drop by about 50% in terms of the, the conversion rate, what they call it. You know, the number of people that visit the form versus actually submit their information. Uh, so keeping it very, very short and concise. Uh, using tools like Blitzen, that's another sort of use case where, you know, if we ask one question, which is email address, 
they submit that. The next time they come to the website, you can ask them something else, and it'll all just add to that profile. Uh, so using uh, what they call progressive profiling, that might be an interesting way too, because you can collect bits of data and add and add and add to your understanding of that person. So in a data management system, what would those top, what would the three fields be that you would suggest are the most important? Yeah, email address is key because you want to be able to communicate with them. Uh, oftentimes, uh, you know, thinking about can spam laws, you, you definitely want a little acknowledgement saying, you know, I consent to you contacting me about this offering. Uh, so having maybe a little checkbox with an explanation and a link to privacy terms or whatever, that makes people feel a bit more at home. Uh, the idea of having name is probably great because you can personalize how you communicate. Uh, and then it really sort of breaks down from there. You know, the third field could be something like, you know, of these four items, what are you most interested in? Or, you know, something around your event so you could personalize the, uh, the, the offering that you, you communicate to them. Uh, that, that might be a helpful thing. But again, there's, there's lots of schools of thought there. <laughs> We've got Josh Wright in the studio today, and he's the president of Blitzen. Uh, more in just a minute with Theo on the air. Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to FIO on the air. Josh Wright joins us. He's one of the co-founders of Blitzen, uh, a local high-tech company in town. So, Josh, we, we talked about data collection and, and the importance of a database. You've got some solid examples of different um, companies that are using that. Let's talk about the city of Kitchener and, and how they're using your applications to collect and, and use the data. Yeah, so the city of Kitchener is an interesting one. Uh, they utilize the the full breadth of the platform, and I think Blitzen can be a lot of things to a lot of people. It's really looking at your your needs and in and around data collection management and you know routing of that information. So if we look at city of Kitchener, we've got six or seven different groups at the city using us to uh, collect longer form applications. Uh, so the form itself is is longer. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of fields, but it's purpose built for that program. Uh, so for example, the community grants tier two. Uh, process that they run. They'll collect all this information, a myriad of data from applicants to see who gets funding for uh, festivals and events. Now the key in the back end is not only are they building the profile of people, but they're also uh, uh, inserting that into a, a group decision-making workflow. So if you have several people in your team or a committee or a group that needs to come together to review that information, rate it, rank it, comment on these applications uh, in order to move it along a process and decide who gets funded, uh, that can be a very interesting use case for sure. And and have they had success with it? Uh, are, are are they are they finding it a, a it's a useful app and, and yeah they've taken been it further yeah they've been using uh, using Blitzen for 
for years now. Uh, we've grown into multiple different groups. Uh, there's lots of forms, as you can imagine, at uh, at the city of Kitchener. Uh, but when we look at some of these groups, you know, it's it's the movement from that paper-based process, which is incredibly time-consuming and a lot of paper, uh, and maybe not as as efficient as you could be, uh, into sort of the digital side of things, where you're collecting the info and you can do a lot more with that info. Plus, you make it easier for people to review and and really have an auditable trail on, you know, who's reviewed what and why did these projects get funded, for example. And with Blitzen, where does the data live? Is it in your server, in the cloud? Is it is it a combination of with you guys and with the organizers? What we've found is, uh, is well, it, all the data is hosted in the cloud. So we, we use Amazon Web Services, which is top hosting provider out there. Uh, very, very secure, very private. Everything's good. Um, what we've found is uh, all of our customers in Canada really want the data hosted in Canada because that can be sometimes a concern around data and where it persists. Uh, but the people in the U.S. don't really care. So we put all of our servers in uh, their Montreal data center. So all the data uh, is hosted in the cloud, but it's all persis- persisting in Canada. Yeah. And I know at Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest, a few of the different committees have used Blitzen in a few different ways. Can you explain explain the processes there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, everything from the Miss Oktoberfest Gala, uh, they run a very well-organized silent auction. So collecting the submissions and all that key info so that they can engage with those those vendors that are donating prizes keep it all organized keep it all straight uh so that's a very simplified use case where they use a form they collect the info they make sure it goes to the right people uh, and they have those confirmations that they can always refer to um using that for the end user as well like are they people that are bidding on it they're collecting that data as well oh no they haven't gotten to that point but that might be an interesting one to suggest for sure yeah because then you could (laughs) certainly send out information on what's available this year that you yeah. know, you might get the the interest in coming down the line. Yeah, as a as an avid bidder at the silent that exact silent auction, I, yes. I could imagine that being pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I, right now it's more on the front end when they're managing the vendor relationships and the prizes. But it's a, a really cool use case and, and quite simple. Keeps them very organized. Uh, Oktoberfest, uh, the the main group, uh, has used us in past to enrich, enrich a really large database of contacts so uh, they can learn more about those people and engage with them and, and collect more and more information on those people uh, over time. So this idea of uh, not only seeing a snapshot in at that moment at that festival, uh, but next year, what does that person with the same email address do and sort of build on that profile as they go? Uh, that's an interesting one for so sure. So they can tell who's buying tickets where and, and again, get into that whole in influencer profile. Exactly. You can uh, you can upload a, a huge database and if you want to create custom fields like how many tickets that person has bought, we can make sure that that's included there and you can search and, and sort of segment based on that. Uh, so that's, that's another really interesting use case for sure. Uh, any other festivals that have used Blitzen that you can share with us? Yeah, one that comes to mind is uh, another local uh, sort of, I guess it's more of an evening event, but they do it every year. It's uh, Summer Lights, really popular downtown Kitchener here. Uh, so Charlene will use uh, the the platform not only to collect signups for, you know, who is interested from a food truck perspective or who wants to sponsor these 
different items or these different events or components of the the festival uh but she'll also use it for uh surveys to end users you know the people that attend events you know how how did you think we did what are your suggestions for next year uh surveys to the vendors themselves and all kinds of different forms she'll build uh design and then sort of get sent out to uh the right audience so you could use it as an exit um tool to to get feedback from customers on yeah. on their experience where did they come from where did they stay yeah a form is a form right and especially with the power power and robustness of our form builder so you can customize of course all the fields make it nicely designed make it look like your brand but you know if you're building uh three field uh email capture lead capture uh form for your website or if you're building an exit survey to sort of gauge the satisfaction with an event uh, both can be done for sure we're talking to Josh Wright, one of the co-founders of Blitzen. We'll be back in just a minute with Theo on the air. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with Theo on the air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to Few on the Air. Josh Wright from Blitzen is joining us. Um, Josh, you, you've talked about a lot of great ideas for data management, collection, and use. What's, what's on the horizons for Blitzen? What are you guys working on now, and what's the next stage in your evolution? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, the big ideas, you know, there's lots of different features we've got on the, the roadmap, uh, different integrations with different types of solutions like a payments management system like Moneris or, you know, Stripe, if you'd like to accept payments through a, a sign-up form. Uh, those things are quite interesting. Um, the uh, This idea of progressive profiling, which I uh, mentioned earlier, can you, you know, collect very, very long surveys over time? You know, how do you collect two, three fields uh, of answers at a time and, and really collect a, a pretty robust survey to like get a real... don't even realize they're doing it. Well, <laughs> exactly. Or, or it's just not as onerous. You don't have to sit down for an hour and fill out a, a really, really long survey and wonder when it's going to finish. Um, but over time, it can be sort of dripped to you uh, a little bit. I think that's a, a, a pretty interesting way to collect collect information and make it user-friendly, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, different integrations, making sure that, you know, the user experience is as easy as possible for people to, you know, sign up and start using. That's always top of mind for us. And uh, we've got a specific initiative to sort of drill into a couple of, of key verticals. Uh, so this idea of festivals and events, I think it's a, a natural fit because there's lots of data to, to organize, collect, manage uh, in a very short amount of time. So you need to save time. You need to be as efficient or automated as possible. Plus, you want it to be as, as easy as possible because you got a laundry list of about a million things to do to get that event off the ground, run it, and then followed up afterwards. So uh, a very interesting vertical for us to, to really drill into and, and learn how we can service better. And as far as running it on a platform, is it available on any Android 
you can do it on a, a iPad or, or any Galaxy tablet or... Yeah, so the, the platform itself, when you're building forms, it can be uh, probably a little easier if you do it on, on your browser, on your laptop or your computer. So the administration of the platform, building forms, managing the data, connecting to different tools, that's probably better done on a, a browser. Um, but when you're uh, having people fill out those forms, that can be done on any type of de device for sure. Uh, so every form will have its own unique URL. Uh, we can even set it up so people can save their progress if, if it's a little longer. But the idea is they can access that and fill out the forms from any device. So if, if we've piqued the interest of some of our events and festivals, how do they get in touch with you for more information? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if, if you're coming from this podcast, you can uh, always email me directly, josh at blitzen.com. Uh, very happy to engage with you and sort of assess a fit. You know, is this something that's going to work for your organization? Um, the other op uh, option is to go to blitzen.com and there's a little button that says get started for free. Uh, so we do have a 14-day trial where you can try building a form. You can try out some of the different options from integration, maybe upload some contacts and see what those look like. Um, but anytime you can reach out to us at support at blitzen.com to ask any questions you have. And there's lots of information up there on the, the website too. But that free trial might be a great first, first step to try it out. Well, thanks for dropping by, and we'll make sure that we have that information up on our page as well. Um, we really appreciate you coming in. Thanks, Josh. Cool, cool. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everybody. Uh, if you've got information that you'd like to share with us or if you've got something you'd like to talk about on FIO on the Air, please give me a shout, dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca, and we'll be happy to make it happen. Thanks for listening to FIO on the Air. Thanks for listening to FIO on the Air the voice of festivals and events in Ontario.